0: Straight up And unfortunately, that's where we're at A lot of people are consumed by this And it's driving them crazy And they hate their neighbors Sad
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Underground for episode 93 Once again, I'm joined by the one, the only Joseph
2: Wild West Kemp Style
1: Nations and this is the show where we remind you every week that he's a demon. Oh, sorry, politics I mean-
3: <laughs> ruins everything.
4: Joseph, that welcome back to the show. <laughs> I thought you were gonna play the other one you played before the podcast. Oh, dude. oh man, um, that would have been the 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 perfect oh. trilogy right there. Oh yeah, he,
1: he's talking about this one. I am a racist.
4: <laughs> Oh, oh man i'm doing pretty good man can't complain got a lot of good lord of the Rings stuff to talk about yeah. we got the brand new cw show that's coming out they wanted to really follow up batwoman dude. um
1: oh and what was do you remember do you know naomi wasn't that the naomi. other one that they heard yes <laughs> at least? yes i dude i haven't been keeping up with cw since arrow was in oh, like man. season two
4: I, um, I watched season one of arrow i think i watched the first eight episodes and I'm like you know what I just really don't want to watch 50 minute episodes I really don't of Dude, this that, it's not he's not that interesting it's not like Batman you know what I mean
1: yeah and they well they were trying to make him kind of Batman Yeah, uh, it was I mean for schlock CW television at the time the first two seasons of Arrow the first season of the flash uh, not not the worst things on television at the time uh, no. it was cool to at least have those characters in some sort of like format and again this is coming mm-hmm. from like a comic book normie like i don't i am not as deep into that stuff as like eric july and some of those other guys uh so when that stuff was coming out i was like oh this is this is, this is fine but you're right 50 minute episodes 24 episodes a season it's like y'all <laughs> that's too much yeah you're, you're much. right that's that stuff is not as interesting and it, yeah it it definitely went down major downhill yeah the bar Fast. got lowered which is incredible
4: <laughs> 24 episodes in a season bro All right um But yeah, yeah, so we got, like I said, Lord of the Rings, Gotham Knights, and then Avatar to talk about. So the new trailer for that. A little rewind for it. (laughs) Yes, going back in time. But before we get in, you know, if you listen to us long enough, that we utilize a value for value system on our podcast, which means that we don't take sponsorships because our audience are are our audience sponsors Tung our producers our producers yes and so basically what that means is any value you're getting from our podcast our youtube our social media you can donate to us and back into form your time talent and treasure so any funny clips you get you can send them to us you can click on the show notes and then from there click on our direct.me link you'll see our paypal donation link all we're asking for is a dollar a month nothing more if you want to give more that's fine but we're asking for at least a dollar a month, reoccurring payment. Uh, and you can drop a note in there, and we'll re- we will read it, if I can talk, live on air. And along with that, you can also find our Bitcoin wallet address, and we will accept any and all Bitcoins for sure, Satoshi's as well, but don't send any Ethereum or anything like that. You'll lose it probably forever. It just won't and- let you send it. Oh, it won't? Okay. No well that's good and then also you'll find a youtube channel be sure to su- to subscribe to us on there like and follow us or i just said follow us but like and it's comment cool. engage with us and then also on tiktok instagram our tiktok is really blowing up people are really loving our eternals uh <laughs> clip today we talked about that uh yeah on the tuesday show on the tuesday show yep yeah i forget so we record on monday nights for both shows so uh but yeah, so probably by then, there'll probably be more clips that they're upset at. I'm going to try and release some positive ones, but the clips I worked matter. on this weekend <laughs> are not positive. <laughs>
1: Man, you could release the most positive clip ever on there, and someone would be like, I'll take, wow, way to be such a this or that. Dude, it don't matter. I
4: was, I was telling when my wife and I were talking about social media, I was saying, honey, you could say I love Skittles and people would respond. Why do you hate M&M's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it has nothing to do with or that. You're, you, just talk-
1: yeah, you're like, uh, you know, my favorite candy is blank or like blank and be like, wow, you don't like a diverse candy. Yeah.
4: Wow. Exactly. Gosh. They're going to find something. Yeah. But speaking of people finding something to complain about, Mr. George R.R. R. Martin, the great author who never finishes his work himself. Uh, I think he's projecting a little bit in this article. We've talked about a portion of it, but I read the full thing, and it was the first few things in the article that interested me. There he is. Uh, But Martin criticizes fans who criticize movies and shows. So What? Yep. Uh, So (laughs) the headline of this article is, I don't understand how people can come to hate so much something that they once loved. And my first thought was, has he never heard of divorce? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That was my first thought. Then my second thought was, has he never watched a Marvel movie? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Uh, Then my third thought was, did he not watch seasons one through four of Game of Thrones and seasons five through eight of Game of Thrones? Particularly uh, eight.
1: I guarantee he, you know, I would almost put money on the fact that he hasn't seen every season that he doesn't care. Yeah. That he just, he took his paycheck and he's like, all right, I'm going to go write Elden Ring.
4: (laughs) Oh, definitely. I forgot. You got to log in. Let me log into my account real fast and I'll read the rest. But uh, the first thing that I noticed in that though, was he seems to implicate by his logic that if a fan makes a criticism, it means they're no longer a fan. Right. And so I'm going to highlight this more. Once I can log in and view this, don't worry about scrolling down because it's just going to give you. Um, it's going to be oh, that, the yeah. independent, of course. Paywall. Yeah. It's not really a paywall because mm. you just got to register. It's for free. But so George R. R. Martin spent he, his lifetime, blah, 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 telling stories. No one cares. He has uh, been. He
1: has been divorced, by the way.
4: Oh, well, so he would think he would understand he would that understand, personally in yeah, his un- life. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Okay. Eyes twinkling. The runaway success of the show made Martin rich beyond even the wildest fever dreams of a lifelong science fiction writer, but it's his first hand experience of the viciousness of a particular type of hyper online fan that's left him uncharacteristically stumped. I don't understand how people can come to hate so much something that they once loved, says the author, who literally wrote characters with their own thoughts and opinions and feelings. That's not an article ca- out of that. Well,
1: and characters who once loved something and betrayed and or and or hated that thing at another time.
4: Yeah. Okay, so uh, here's here's a, the statement: If you don't like a show, don't watch it. How has everything become so toxic? I am starting oh. to hate the word toxic. Same, you know, drink, because it's being thrown around so flippantly.
1: Yeah, drinker put out a video. Uh, pretty recently i think it was even today like day of us recording this uh talking about this yeah and just kind of breaking down like yes because there's a lot of that stuff going on with that lady from star wars from the new kenobi show oh yeah and she got she got some like mean tweets or whatever yeah uh, some disgusting yeah some threats maybe and of course that stuff's bad problem is is that everybody lumps everybody together yep so you know, people come at us all the time and they're like, "Why do you hate this?" and it's like, "Hate and criticism aren't the same thing, guys." Yep. Well, I might hate it. Like, I hate Twilight, and critically I also think it's terrible. But the critic side of it isn't necessarily affecting my hatred for it. It's actually usually the other way around because something yes. so it's like Boba Fett, right? Critically Boba Fett for me was horrible. Uh and I I hated aspects of it because of what it did to the character. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a different conversation, and there's a lot of nuance that goes into it. They don't necessarily criticism doesn't necessarily mean hate, because you can be a critic of something and actually say positive things Mm -hmm. about something as well.
4: Well, we also talk about how there's bad entertainment, bad films and movies, or TV shows that are bad, and then there's bad films, in as a whole that are. Like it's bad entertainment, right? Like it's a good, it's a laughable form of entertainment. Like you get enjoyment out of it. It's not boring and flat.
1: Exactly. It's it's like the room is the one that I always go back to. It the Mm -hmm. room is a bad movie, but I don't hate it because it's entertaining.
4: Yeah. Sharknado is a bad movie. But I find it enjoyably funny.
1: It's entertaining. The first especially the first one. It gets old after a while, but especially when that first one came out it's dumb it's stupid everyone understood that it's not a good movie but it is good entertainment which again it's yes. we're one of the things that you and i have been trying to do is be very people take this as us like dancing around uh subjects it the reason that it sounds like that sometimes is because we are trying to be very specific with the things that we're saying yes i, I want to make sure that i'm saying something correctly and i'm not uh, we I'm just
4: randomly venting and talking yeah. you know, and just throwing things out there. We try to be as a, as objective in reasoning out our positions well, as much as possible.
1: And I'm going to be subjective about things sometimes. Like when mm-hmm. we talk about favorite characters, like when we talked about Arcane uh way earlier, mm-hmm. I think it was earlier this year. Uh it, our favorite characters in that show or the characters that we like the best, that's subjective. There's not th- I, right. I don't really think that you can argue for the objectively best character in arcane because it's a lot of it's based on your feelings based on certain aspects that you just like about characters more than you like about other characters and which are you related
4: to the most sure
1: so you you have you have that side of it too i yeah i just don't
4: so i don't get it the article continues and he says and it says The author is wise enough not to take any of the online abuse he suffers too personally. First off, I think the reason why he's saying (laughs) this because he thinks because no one's talking about House of Dragons and that premieres on August 21st. I haven't seen hardly anyone talking about it. And I think he, you know, he can't criticize the studio because then, you know, that'd be bad for him. But he can't finish his book and be on, you know, be more honest with fans because that would also be or I'm sorry. He can't speak so good of Game of Thrones, because then that would be worse with the fans. But the problem is, is that he's backing himself in a corner with the fans. Yeah. Um
1: Dude, it's like just go swim in your big vault of money like Scrooge McDuck yeah. and you know I, let someone finish your books for you, man, please.
4: Yeah. I mean at this, you know, especially finishing the books, he owes that to the fans who help bring him there. But anyway, after you know, the article continues after all the same toxicity seems to in the discourse around many of the world's most popular stories the lord of the rings uh-huh. the rings of power uh-huh. isn't even on yet and it will stream on amazon in september <laughs> but if you follow what's going on online the controversy about it is like world war ii <laughs> oh brother they're dropping atomic bombs on each other," he says. Obviously, he's being hyperbolic. Yeah, of course. But uh, he says, "Incredulously, of the fans who howl about any perceived deviation from the source material." Martin continues, "You hear controversies about some of the Marvel shows and Marvel movies. Certainly about the DC characters. It used to be, if you were a fan of Star Trek, you liked Star Trek. Now it seems like half the people who Hang call on. themselves okay."
1: finish that sentence and okay. then i'll tell you i'll say it star trek sentence.
4: now it seems like half of the people who call themselves star trek fans hate star trek and the star wars fans hate star wars and the tolkien fans hate the rings of power
1: <laughs> that's what a be- hell? Oh, that's an interesting that oh that's an interesting way of writing that okay first of all uh Star Trek fans definitely didn't just like Star Trek. They were critical, of, and I don't know a ton about this. This is just from hearing things from like Nerdporial and some of those guys who are really into Star Trek. Um, they they don't all like certain things. Like, just because they like uh, the next generation doesn't mean they like Deep Space Nine, doesn't mean that they liked the J.J. Abrams stuff, doesn't mean, like, that is that is comple- completely disconnected from the reality star wars you had people arguing about whether the ewoks are good or not back in the day you had before at one point you had uh the people who hated the prequels and thought the prequels were good the people who who thought they were good actually good movies are wrong still but you know people hated they hated on um anakin skywalker they hated on um Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks. The the sequel trilogy came out and started that all over again. It's been a part of this forever.
4: Like, yes, it's, it's not this, anything new with anyone.
1: Did did this this man who wrote? I'm assuming. I'm sorry, guys. I'm assuming his gender. Um, did 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 this guy think? just like appeared has he been living under a rock with fandom fandom has always been passionate fandom has always been been critical and you're always going to have people in the in those spaces who when someone is critical of something that they like they go well you're just a hater well you're just this and they don't actually have anything to back that up they just use that to try to own them or try to put them into this category and it's not it's not the case
4: yep it's an easy way to Not have to listen to the argument because people like to think that criticism is hate, but criticism is not hate criticizing or defending books, movies, shows, whatever you enjoy is not toxic. And pointing out bad writing is also not toxic. I mean, even with Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, you know, Tolkien. I mean, uh, Peter Jackson made it a point to listen to the fan sites. And he would release things purposefully to get feedback from them on what not to include and what to include. And even still, there's still some things that people dislike. They left Tom Bombadil out, that Arwen has such a major role, so on and so forth. <laughs> and But Tolkien, at the end of Return of the, of the King, credited in the credits those fan sites are mentioned. But obviously we know specifically attacking and harassing a person is... Hateful and it's disgusting. Yeah, you used to not have to.
1: You used to like not have to say that either because it's common sense. You would. You. It's like yeah. It, but well, we at get the into same it, time, yeah. if
4: you don't know your audience, you're going to lose them, and that's marketing 101 yeah. And Martin is either not. lying about this or he's ignorant when he says he doesn't understand how people go from liking a show or movie to disliking it. People aren't robots.
1: Let's let's talk about the thing you like to bring up all the time in my take on uh, the Force Awakens i saw that movie so, well okay so it was all hype it was all emotionally based hype like i i've admitted right. to that a ton of times yes. uh, but I, I i've told you the thing that changed my mind was a well thought out argument to why it's not very good and yep i i listened and i went well that's a good point let me think about that oh yep yeah, that too is also a good point and over time thinking about these points and looking at how everything kind of came together by the end especially you're like oh yeah those are not good
4: nope this is that's the exact same thing that happened with me with the hobbit movies Mm -hmm. my opinion of those went from here and then it listening to people make valid points not just giving random subjective opinions and it just being based off of their feelings It oh, will it won awards over time. Yeah, <laughs> i don't, I don't right. think hobbit
1: did but that's i love that's one of my favorite ones that people use all the time yeah. for like why something's good they're like "Well, it won awards or it's really popular and it made a lot of money it's like those things don't inherently make something good yeah. twilight made a lot of money
4: and exactly and here's the thing martin likes to think and by making the statement it's like he's thinking people are robots and only consume products but they can't critically think and show nuance and complexity you can even like parts of a show or a movie I, I my favorite movie is Lord of the Rings the entire trilogy but I, there are still criticisms I have for it that I don't same particular moments that I don't necessarily uh, not dislike but thought could be better yeah and you know I think even Game of Thrones is a perfect example of that mm-hmm. 1 through 4 and 5 through 8 so how it comes off is he just wants people, again, when I said consume product, right? Yeah. And so I think uh, you don't have to play that Sherlock Holmes clip. But for anybody who's interested, go to our show notes, watch the uh, um, timestamp I have on it. But basically goes into when Sherlock Holmes was killed off by the author, uh, the IP man himself, uh, people on, in England and in the U.S., Uproard. And uh, particularly in England, the newspaper that was published and lost like 15 to 20,000 subscribers or more. Uh, they almost went under. And so, I mean, this has been going on for even before that. But I just think it's a bad take from him to be attacking you know fans and not just him it's not just coming from him we see it with disney and and you know amazon and all of them attacking their fans and lumping them all into this category this hateful category it's just not gonna make your show show successful you know
1: they haven't seen a monetary backlash yet that Mm -hmm. fully yeah i think they have in areas i i'm we've talked about it with uh multiverse of madness uh a while back but that movie did really well monetarily movies garbage it's it's hot it do that the more i th- i think about that and i've been able to like sit mm-hmm. and stew in that movie it's hot trash
4: it, oh it, man it's, it's i've it's, actually been getting a lot of opinions of other people saying that it, to me it it's is interesting yeah it's, i haven't seen it's it nonsense. I wasn't interested.
1: yeah it's not well maybe we'll do that after it comes out on disney plus or whatever <laughs> so at least that way you don't well you don't really have to pay for it quote unquote yeah uh but yeah it's 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 the, the plot's nonsense the characters are all flat it's all trying to build on this like oh look who they brought in like that, that kind of stuff uh and they mess with world building in it they kind of ruin they go beyond ruining the idea of like death mattering mm-hmm. in that because there's infinite mm-hmm. universes. I mean, we could go. We could legitimately sit down and break down that entire movie. It's it. It's crazy, man. The, the fact that every time they they seem to release a movie, Spider Man withstanding, yep, they seem to get worse. Yeah. So well, go ahead. And they just they haven't hit that financial burden if you will yeah Yeah. that thing and i'm wondering if this this might do it because there are a lot of people that i know that are not as deep into this stuff as we are (laughs) they i i've heard them talking about it and i've talked to some of them about it myself where they they've been like yeah this was terrible and they 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 like disagree with me on certain things which is fine it happens all the time yep uh but overall they're like yeah the movie was not good uh, right and they're having they're gonna have this problem with that stuff too and then we'll get back to this but uh, they're gonna have a problem coming up too because i don't think their tv shows are like hitting the mark very nope. well n- n- people talked about moon night for like a week or two and then that was it i i, I didn't see a whole lot of chatter about that
4: mm-hmm. uh do wh- you think when we talk about chatter and something being popular think uh squid games squid Game. something sure something going ba- viral yeah right? where
1: everyone's memeing it everyone you know and, yep. and squid game is one of those things that there's an argument with that one that they probably should have done that uh episode by episode instead of all at once oh, because they, they would have they would have been able to maintain that popularity for what a month and a half uh Easily. give or take and, at, at the minimum right and then you have that that tail drag out for a while longer
4: and that's yeah. what Amazon's doing they're going to maintain that popularity oh, dude it's going to get oh. memed it's going to get so memed oh, oh it definitely is uh, but so I'm going to continue and, yeah. but before I continue I'm going to say attacking the fans of various franchise franchises idea, to protect creators who, do, who seemingly do not care about the source material only serves to destroy the respect, success perception of the product and the company producing it itself
2: Yeah, they I don't agree. realize
4: that they're losing that respect with the hardcore fans, and the hardcore fans are the ones that carry you through the hard times, right? Uh-huh. So uh, but you know, he mentioned in that article uh, talking about, now, maybe it's because it's changing, but as a writer, you'd go crazy if you didn't change it somehow. You want to tell new stories, not tell the same stories over and over again. I don't know if he gave a lot of thought to making these comments, but they seem they're disingenuous. Oh, of course. Now, I'm sure he may be being genuine when he's saying them, but uh, he's conflating and confusing things. So, fans do not, even Martin himself, don't dislike movies and shows because of change itself. They dislike it when the change is handled in a way that is not loyal and faithful to the source material, when you're changing the fundamental aspects of what made this IP popular.
1: Yeah. Well, and then you know, they don't like being called ists and phobes all the
4: time by these corporate outlets- I mean, again, you, perfect example. You've seen the show, so you could talk about it way more than I can. <laughs> Cobra Kai is a great example of this change from the movies, right? It's no longer a, bas- a simple narrative of good guy versus bad guy storyline, right? Not they, exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's now there's more nuance given to the previous bad guy and to the good guy characters, right? Exactly. More complexity added to it. Yeah, they, they, so, they respectfully in a way build... That, Yep.
1: Yeah, they respectfully build on specifically Johnny Lawrence and mm-hmm. they what they do what they do is uh, you you're right. They take him from being a one-dimensional like jerk, you mm-hmm. know, teenage jerk, and they give him depth. And what they also don't do is turn him into like a completely misunderstood character. Like when the show starts, he's still a jerk. He's still has this kind of like chip on his shoulder from back then Mm -hmm. and he's having to go through this series of events to better himself and over time and through doing the karate and you know he he and uh johnny lawrence no not johnny lawrence um daniel daniel larusso uh they're butting heads all the time and the two of them it's a really cool thing to see where you have protagonists in this that you know, one of their biggest weaknesses is, but they're both very prideful. They, Mm -hmm. every season, they try to come, kind of come back together, and the show's really intentional of doing this every season, where there's at least one episode where they are trying to come back together, they're trying to find common ground, and ultimately their pride continues to tear them apart. And, you know, you could, not everything in Cobra Kai is perfect, but when you're talking about character development, and you're talking about characters going through changes and learning and making mistakes and learning from those mistakes and trying to better themselves or people going from uh, a situation where they were bullied and now they're the bully and you know we're still waiting to see what happens with certain characters that that's great character progression it's the kind of thing that you want from television shows and it's ridiculous that a show like Cobra Kai is showing up all these massive budget Uh, productions from places like Disney or Amazon or wherever the case may be.
4: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he made this comment about, we may have covered it, but I'm going to read this about The Lord of the Rings in this article. The Rings of Bower. It's kind of a weird deal. As you know, Amazon bought Tolkien, but they didn't actually get any of the books. They didn't get The Lord of the Rings, they didn't get The Hobbit, they didn't even get The Cimmerillion. I don't think they got Farmer Giles of Ham or Leaf by N- Nigel. Um, may, you really, really want to make sure you pronounce Nigel right. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> you really do. <laughs> uh, uh, but they got the penances, I guess, and they're constructing a Second Age story about that. There's a lot of myth about that, so it'll be interesting to see what they did. Now, he's wrong. They got the rights to the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so Fellowship Two Towers and Return of the King right and the Appendices, and now they have The Hobbit um, just recently in the past month or two. They don't have the Silmarillion, which is the primary thing you need to tell this uh, yeah. Second Age. How do they hang the on? Unfinished tells, but if we're going off of his logic, go ahead. How do, pe-
1: How do people not understand that it's really weird that they don't have the Silmarillion? There, there's this seems to be a a gap in the logic of people who you know like the guy the guys that all went out to go see uh, you know the 20 minutes of footage in england uh, you know all these other people who have apparently seen bits of the show mm-hmm. there's a disconnect somewhere <laughs> where it's like guys they don't have the silmarillion they yeah. don't have the Dude. biggest <laughs> source that they needed to be able to tell this properly and everyone is just like oh it'll be fine yep.
4: dude so going off of his logic here right why let's just say Amazon only had the appendices right Yeah. which I mean it's not like they have much more with the trilogy and the Hobbit but since they don't have the Silmarillion as you just pointed hilariously pointed out (laughs) uh, so going off his logic Tolkien fans hate the rings of power because it's not going to be Tolkien does it seem that way let's put a everything we've gotten so far maybe they throw a freaking 180 at us and we're all caught off guard somehow
1: i don't think that's why they have been lying the whole time and yes. they actually had the
4: <laughs> yeah but yeah. it's you know they're highlighting original characters as we're going to see later and storylines since they don't have the rights to to produce the material millions of people have enjoyed for decades across a uh, diverse group of people all over the world yeah. globally right they don't have the rights to the story they need to tell yep so that's disingenuous argument um we can move on now and go to the lord of the rings the rings of power releases new pictures all right so this first one oh it's the empire cover yeah a good good old so, galadriel with i this believe ma- in this one it has <laughs> all of them of as you scroll down but we're going to i want to get your opinion Okay. Like, let's talk about this. Now, these photos were clearly. This was a photo shoot. Clearly.
1: Oh, uh, Yeah, yeah. It's not, this is not from the, the show. The footage. Right? As far as we know. This I, is her dressed up for yeah. the photo shoot. And her. she got her dagger. Yes. And how does this sword work?
4: <laughs> now. Where's the rest of the sword? That is, what is that, like a four to six handed hilt on a sword this looks that's huge this
1: looks bigger than the reforged <laughs> blade that aragorn has in return of the king like this hilt Dude, alone like look at that, this thing
4: and then this pose that she has like I, they're what they're trying oh, to say is she's intimidating right she's it's, she's a warrior she's, she's, she's ba
1: she's manspreading joseph she is man-spreading.
4: She's, <laughs> manspreading she's like yeah you take any you take any <laughs> photo still of Gladriel from the Jackson trilogies, way more just feminine and also intimidating. You knew the power that Gladriel had because she was written well the, right yeah.
1: Well, this also uh, let me'll I'll give some credit to the actress a little bit. she's a good looking woman. Mm-hmm. This is not showcasing how attractive she is. And like if you're if we're going off what you're saying about gladriel is both beautiful and powerful. Yeah. Not really getting that here.
4: Um, no, because she's a sorcerer. That's her class now. Yeah. I've seen people make the argument, I disagree with this argument, that she was a warrior, that I'll say this. And this is, again, they'll take something, as we know, and they'll exaggerate it to the nth degree. Galadriel kept up with all the top fighters. Like She was an athlete. I can't remember the exact quotes off the top of my head. All the... Uh, all uh, the TikTok t- 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 token experts will tell me. But <laughs> uh, she was an athlete that kept up with Fingon. What, I can't remember. I know him, but forgive me. Great athlete, right? Great yep. fighter, sure. all that stuff. She keep up with uh, the elite fighters. Now, that however, that was not her class, Warrior. You have her fighting, potentially, in the first cl- kinslaying. Uh, but I don't think that's necessarily true. You could potentially say after she crosses the Helcaraxë, that she fights in the Battle of Dorioth against Melkor. Potentially say that. But again, if she's fighting, I'm assuming it's going to be more of her following how Tolkien has written her sorceress powers. You know, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Me.
1: And I, man, I... Ugh. But you
4: are right. They do do her a disservice in not uh, making her come across as pretty as she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, there's a, seems there's to some be a running theme going on with that. Because they did yeah. that to the uh, Asian actress, Quan Ha, in Halo too. Yeah, there's, there's they really some shots. She, they did her dirty.
1: There's some shots of her from promotional footage and I think even that trailer... Uh, one in particular of her like coming out of the water or whatever mm-hmm. and you can tell that she, well even the one that everyone was getting on about where she was in like it was like battle armor colladrial or whatever like, you can yeah. tell she's she's attractive um other i mean let's be real otherwise hollywood wouldn't have put her in this position like if she wasn't and
4: they use the chain mail to cover her crotch area yeah. Um, oh, this is very. This is a dude. It looks
1: photoshopped in there to me. Maybe, but this is this is a power pose. I mean, they they are yeah. they are specifically trying to get and and people will get mad about this and I and who cares? But it, it's what they're doing is they're they're this is very masculine. Mm-hmm. The way I was about to say that. Yeah. This is and and it's on purpose, right? right? Nothing. Nothing Hollywood or any of these magazines. They are they are trying to portray a specific type of uh, emotion or energy from uh the shoots mm-hmm. or even in shows that it's done on purpose anyone who doesn't think it's done on purpose sorry you're just wrong uh, Yes, and and yeah that's that's the energy they're trying to get off because as we know uh they have especially in hollywood in particular and i say that because um i could give you a million examples of women specifically written in anime Mm -hmm. That are both powerful and feminine at the same time. And they they have a great they do a great job of balancing that because they actually understand the 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 difference between the two. Right. Um, And uh, this is just not that's not really what they're going for here. They're trying to essentially I, I mean, she's she's like what, like female Aragorn at this point. Uh, yeah,
4: that's essentially what I was getting from it. And I was going to say the same thing. Hollywood preaches that masculinity is bad, yet they have a knack of putting a lot of masculinity in their female characters. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, and it's hey, poorly. Femininity. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh,
1: I was going to say it's poorly written to the way that they do it. Yep. You can have a more uh, masculine female character in a show, and it's not a big deal as long as it's done well. The mm-hmm. problem is, is that it, it the the writing is so bad most of the time because they're essentially taking what they perceive to be the male character and just giving those character traits to women. Yes. So you know they're like, oh, men are perverted, so we'll make women perverted, or uh, men do this thing, <clears throat> so we'll just give her that character trait without it really making a whole lot of sense
4: for the character for the
1: character to be that way i wish i could remember I, I there's been a lot of examples i wish i could remember one off the top of my head well people in the comments people who who are listening you can email us and give me like a list or whatever but I, just, I can't remember off the top of my head but i've seen it happen over and over again mm-hmm. where they they it's essentially a copy paste where they they just change the gender of the of the person from male to female yep. and then throw the actress into that role and a lot of the time it just comes off
4: a weird yeah no, nah, I agree. And there's a way to display femininity, femininity in a powerful, mm-hmm. intimidating way. Right. Mm-hmm. To get that to come across. I mean, yeah. hey, this is a B.A. <laughs> woman without having to necessarily input all these masculine traits as yeah. you so as you just put. Now,
1: let me give you the example, because it's one of my favorite okay. shows on TV right now. Uh, you haven't started watching it, but I know you'll eventually get around to it. So, Spy Family is a perfect example of a powerful female character who also has a uh, a well-established feminine side. Um, Yor is, so, you know, she's supposed to be beautiful. She's she is the femme the femme fatale character in the show, right. which is a bit of a trope in a lot of like Japanese writing. That's I, I think mm-hmm. they just like that 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 trope. It's not a big deal, uh, but she's an assassin. Um, but she's also, she has this other side where she's essentially learning how to be a mother, and so she becomes protective of her kid, um, she is worried about her, she wants to make a, uh, a family, even though the whole like concept behind it is that they're a fake family right um and uh, she has she goes through all of this progression of of being someone who is essentially a uh, a hired assassin and so her entire job is like killing people to going to being this like uh, this family uh this family woman and having to learn how to take care of this kid, how how to learn how to like cook. She's like she's not a very good cook, and she gets made fun of for it. So there's there's lots of little things in there. So you get to see how mm-hmm. she's not perfect, but right. she also has this incredible amount of strength. Uh, that's done in a way that works for that show. Right. And she's become like very much along with that show. Just in general, she's a fan favorite and um for, for good reason right and she right. doesn't she doesn't have to be because this is a problem in anime a lot of the time she's not hyper sexualized in the show she's very attractive she wears dresses you know does her whole deal or whatever um but you get to see that other side and there, there gets to be more to her than just like hey <clears throat> we're going to take uh the male characteristics and just throw them on this character they, right. they still understand that and maybe it's just the traditional nature of japanese culture but they still understand the difference between uh like male and female and and the characteristics that go along with that um yep. and that sometimes you can mess around in shows or in in your writing where you can give certain female characteristics more that are considered more female to a male character and vice mm-hmm. versa and that potentially oh, adds yeah. add something like a to their character. yeah yeah <clears throat> or, or
4: a metrosexual <laughs> yeah
1: yeah they well and that's that's a common thing in japan too there is like you have some you'll have like a uh a male character who happens to t- to be more timid and then a female character who happens to be more boisterous uh loud mm-hmm. and has a little bit more of that characteristic that generally you would associate with uh males so it sounds pretty you know. sexist
4: to me david uh, hey, take anyway. it up with
1: the, hey, take it up with the Japanese. I didn't write it.
4: <laughs> no, uh, but the other thing that I noticed with this is from the actress herself. She says, don't expect the same Galadriel right there on the cover. So they're openly admitting this is not going to be the Galadriel from the books.
1: Oh, yeah, right here. It's real small.
4: That's right. There. Yep. It's real small, but they're openly admitting it. Now uh-huh. we can scroll down to the next picture. And I think they consulted oh, with Donald Trump on this one on how to do it. They're like, oh, yeah, everything's gold. Let's make it gold. Not a big deal, but this reminds me of The Hobbit, and that is a big deal to me because The Hobbit visually was not good. And <sighs> uh, I don't even know where they – Is this on the set? Oh, man, I
1: don't – These have to have been on the, I, on the actual set, right? I think
4: they made her um, – this actress looked better than she looked in a, the promo material that we had from her. But as a whole, he's supposed to be during the fourth, I believe. The, and I believe during the deathless is the fourth one, but during is typically um, the reincarnation of during the deathless. Uh, I believe Jorvan, Lore and Lord of the Rings um, uh, has that. But it's all just very. T- shot in too high a frame rate would you say it just looks bad
1: it 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 looks really fake yeah so yes. I, we've talked about that in the past where when you when you make things too clear you start to kind of give away uh the the sort of like fakeness of a set or costuming makeup whatever the case may be it's like yeah. that that thing where uh, when high definition and all this stuff started coming out, you started to be able to see the mm-hmm. wires and stuff in movies a lot better because yep. uh, you know they they couldn't hide them with the like kind of lower quality stuff. Um, yeah, I mean I know these are just photos and and yeah they are, but you still want to. You're, yeah, you're supposed you know, to be giving and it, it goes back to you're supposed to be getting giving people hyped. Yeah, this is yes. supposed to be promotional material. Um, it's not trailers aren't the only promotional material. And, and this is going to be a I'm weird. Not, go ahead i mean yeah he looks like a dwarf i guess I, I i mean i don't know there's there's a lot of photoshop in here too it looks yes. like um, a from, ton uh, you know, this of this one this one way more is a little more noticeable um i also like this sorry I, people can't really see this there's a cup down here um a lot of this oh, this stuff that, in the pro- just about <clears throat> honestly it looks like they might have just Put this table. This table wasn't there during the shoot, and they dropped that in. At least it I, looks that fake. I, it, it's hard to tell.
4: They um, could have removed the cup at least. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, I mean,
1: yeah, there's something off about this one in particular. Really is. Other than More like so her, than the other her
4: face and her hair, like I want to go back and to and even his. I don't know his face. His hair looks fine, but it's I don't know. That looks weird. Other than other than their faces and hair, let's. I'll just say it like that. Um, everything else just looks really I don't balanced. know that
1: the first one, at least if there's Photoshop in it, it's harder for me to point
4: but out. But the cup, hmm. the table there, the cup and the way in particularly the lighting. Yeah. It's just too, too much. But yeah, now you ready for a good laugh? Uh-huh. They did my boy, uh, uh, Lenry Henry, bad Larry, Lenry, what's his name? Who are we talking about? <laughs> the, uh, the oh, guy I, on the, the dwarf.
1: I was going to ask, uh, yeah with the uh this the second photo it, it says here on the cover um doom unlike anything we've seen before we're were we've seen it before
4: right no uh I mean we saw it in the trilogy, but when it was run down and we didn't i we didn't see it in the hobbit because that was aador oh uh, okay
1: well right yep. but it wasn't it, but it was,
4: doom is the is the the pinnacle that was where so um, during, they're in okay
1: yeah they're yeah that's just poorly stated then i think yeah because that cost of doom unlike anything we've seen before it's like but we've seen it before <laughs> yeah
4: makes it sound like that right yeah <laughs>
1: that's whatever it's semantics
4: uh now they did the uh lenny, yeah they did lenny henry bad in this one man oh, yeah. the other two don't look so great but these are proto hobbits in the proto the hobbits. yes the uh showrunners already came out and said that we had to add them so that it would feel like the Lord of the Rings already showing. They don't. This is. They don't care about the source material. They don't know how to make their own thing and make it feel like Middle Earth without the hobbits. These characters are forced in the storyline. That is not a good indication that they're going to be faithfully adapted. And if you look at all the promotional material we have so far, okay. with the exception of Galadriel, but she's a new character, completely new character for them. Elron seemingly new character. They're as I say new character, they have the same name but they're entirely different from how they're written in the books. Um so on and so forth. Uh all the pr- promotional materials highlighting the original characters, their storyline and stuff like that and that's eventually where the show's going to go. Um but yeah. getting back to Lenny Henry, what is that hair, bro, on him? If I was him, I'd be they did him dirty. Like they did Quan Ha. <laughs> He's got... Like, what is it, that? How it, does it that looks hair like it,
1: even grow? It's like an archway. It look, yeah, he's got,
4: like, massive bangs. And who is shaving it like that? That... It's just, it, like, it, it... It's weird. Yeah, I... Uh, you know... And she looks like... The the woman on the left looks like she has a face of regret. Like, oh, no. Yeah,
1: she's like, oh, <laughs> guys.
4: <laughs> no, nah, she's like, I've made my bag and got out it. I don't out. know. But I honestly... We're the traditional Tolkien little guy. They're not. Um, yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I'll also, as someone who's not super into the lore, mm-hmm. just say this: I, I really have no interest in seeing hobbits not being traditional Lord of the Rings hobbits. Just as far as like living their lives in a peat like they're they're supposed to be, to a degree. Hidden from the world. Hidden from the world. They're shown in a way that it's like their lives are very peaceful. To Mm -hmm. to be the opposite of what's going on in sort of the war torn human world. Mm -hmm. And you know all all of all of that stuff that's going on. Excuse me. I'm not talking properly. Uh, yeah. Just I I want to see them just hang like that. That's what they exist for. That's that's if you want to get into like i guess the themes or whatever or some of the ideas that tolkien loved he loved the idea of gardening smoking his pipe hanging out doing doing his deal and the hobbits are in a way a representation of that like he it's some of his his personal ideals uh given to these characters and i like that i I think it 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 shows the intent of the writer in that and then like you said they're just kind of forcing him in now of course and i i hate that i have to caveat this it's like of course these are just promotional images like mm-hmm. I, I I don't I, I'm at the point now dude and we can go through some of the, these other ones that you have if you want to mm-hmm. I, I'm at the point now with all of this stuff that I'm ready for the show to just be out so I can just pick it to pieces you know what I mean i I, mm-hmm. I just want episode one to air to air so that I can start picking it apart yes that's what I really like and i i get well, it
4: here's the thing go ahead i was Finish gonna say, your
1: thought. I, I understand why people are upset mm-hmm. i'm just it, for me it's like i'm getting to the, the point with a lot of this promotional material where it's like okay like it's this is more of the stuff that we've seen already i yeah there's not a, a lot different here than we haven't seen that that we haven't seen in the trailer or mm-hmm. earlier promotional material uh, continuing to lose it i, I say mm-hmm. lose it but i mean continuing to be like so like ah uh, about this Mm-hmm. It, it's the same stuff that we've seen yeah it's why i'm saying like at this point i just want to see the show so that i can give you a breakdown or that we can we can give you a breakdown of of what's going on in the show uh and talk about it uh based on its merits and it's not a oh well you know at this point everybody should wait for the show to come out feel free to criticize this stuff um it again it, it this if if someone was to show me this third picture of these hobbits and tell me, and, and you know, it was just the picture. You didn't have all this extra stuff on there, right? And someone was mm-hmm. to say, what popular franchise is this from? I wouldn't think Lord of the Rings.
4: If you were to show me any of the pictures, I wouldn't think Lord of the Rings. Maybe and-
1: I might for this one with I, I, I. Oh,
4: see, I was going to say I might with the one with the dwarf. With the
1: dwarf. Yeah, he does yeah. look the most, this dwarf in particular looks the most like that, Um. I would be hard, like hard pressed, and obviously there's no way to really know. You'd have to right. find someone who's just been living under a rock and be mm-hmm. like, "What do you think this is the promotional material for?" And show yeah. them the pictures, and and you know it's like you don't get a multiple choice. It's just, "What, what do you think this is for?"
4: Yeah, and um, see what they say. Yeah, and but one thing I'm interested at is with the Hobbits is when you look at, you know, the Hobbits that when Tolkien introduced them, they play, they play an integral part to. The main narrative, right? The main plot. And so I'm wondering if these guys and gals, or this guy and these two gals, are going to be integral to the plot or they're just going to have their own subplot and it's not even going to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because I don't know how they're planning on weaving that into the storyline because, again, Bilbo, Frodo, Sam, Mary, Pippin, so on and so forth had integral parts in the main narrative of the hobbit and lord of the rings and yeah. then when you scroll down you got the snow troll which i'm fine with whatever which is, it's, I guess, a, the yeah, one, it's a drawing yeah. yeah except for the nipples i think that's hilarious <laughs> uh <laughs> i don't know i just do and then the only other ones that we have the tower the tower and um What's this last what? one? This looks like the Oh, it's the Sylvan Elf they introduced. I could be wrong, but it looks <coughs> well, like a a Deer, is that his name? What what on the tower? Oh, f- bro, I don't know. I think so, <laughs> I and this know. tower just Man, it looks uh, kind of cheap,
1: man. it, yeah, it doesn't look, look very
4: good. It don't, dude. It do not. Well, the other one good. that
1: you had is this one of uh, more hobbits. Yes. And again,
4: Lenny <laughs> Henry bro, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry they did you like this, man.
1: Dude, even she even is looking at his yeah. hair like, what
4: did they do to you, dude? <laughs> like, what are they thinking, man? Proto-Hobbits. Like, yeah, like, I mean, they're not homeless Hobbits. Like, all of them just look bad. Especially Lindy Henry. And he's a uh, really good actor. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it on that. And then I have this article from IGN. That's a sneak peek into the Empire article that interviews Patrick McKay who is a showrunner one of their creators alongside what's his name crap the other showrunner can't remember his name right now Uh, what's his name showrunners for the rings I've said his name so many times too oh what is it I don't know you can find it and I'm going to keep talking about it you can go on IMDB (laughs) so anyway uh, anyone Well, no. All right. Speaking to Empire Magazine, co-runner, co-showrunner Patrick McKay acknowledged the impressive feat Jackson and his team accomplished with their adaptions of Tolkien's work alongside, stating this new team is just admirers from afar. So they shared a new image of the Snow Troll, which is the same image we got in the teaser. (laughs) They're just showing the same stuff, dude. (laughs) Uh. Anyone approaching the Lord of the Rings on screen would be wrong not to think about how wonderfully right Jackson got so much of it. But we're admirers from afar. That's it. The Rings of Power doesn't try to compete with him. We know. You don't have to tell us. (laughs) Game of Thrones is another property this new series is not aiming to compete with. Despite it taking the world by storm in the years since Jackson's Return of the King premiered in theaters in 2003. Game of Thrones, as an IP, is an intriguing comparison as it not only shares similarities with the Lord of the Rings. Uh, J.D. Payne, sorry. J.D. Payne, that's it. Yeah,
1: Patrick McKay and J.D. Payne.
4: But the series prequel, House of the Dragons, debuts just a couple weeks before the Rings of Power. According to McKay, however, they are staying true to the Tolkien mission and not getting caught up with what the Joneses are doing. David. Yes. Just show us. Stop trying to convince us. Show us, right? Yeah. He's having to say this because he hasn't convinced us. If if they were staying true, he would not have to be saying this. You can psych yourself out in keeping up with the Joneses, but one of the mantras on this was, go back to the source material. <laughs> you don't own the source you material don't have- <laughs> that you need. Bro, oh, what Lord. would Tolkien do? It doesn't seem like you know so far. I hope you surprised me. I really do with the show, but... It's not looking like it, dude. Nope. Some of these other competing properties. Hey, let me let me pause and say say this. I want to be clear. J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay were purposely chosen because I think the studio wanted a lot of involvement in this,
1: and it, I think yeah, and they don't have back they don't have backgrounds to to be like to push around to say
4: no like yeah. Peter Jackson does or yeah. someone with you know their repertoire of uh, you I, the, know the, filmography there.
1: Yeah, the one that uh I go back to all the time is um oh shoot, his name just completely slipped my mind. He he was on to do uh Ant-Man. Oh, I don't uh, believe I can't believe I can he's like one of my favorite directors. I cannot believe Edgar Wright. Um Okay. He was he was supposed to direct Ant-Man. And he tried to push his weight around and they were making a lot of creative decisions that he didn't like, or they were, they were denying him the ability to make the movie that he wanted to make. So he quit Mm -hmm. and he got like a a producer credit or writer. credit. Same thing that
4: happened to Guillermo del del Toro too, with the Hobbit. Yeah. So what would Tolkien do? Some of these, I just wanted to say that, I'm sorry, before I begin. You're good. In defense of them, they're probably, probably purposely chosen. And so I'm sure... Amazon Studios has been involved in and they haven't had the ability to probably create what they would have wanted to without their involvement. Yeah, That's the one benefit of the doubt I'll give them. Some of these other competing properties, they play one octave really beautifully, but Tolkien was playing every note on the piano. He had oh. the variety of tones. Oh, brother. There's the whimsy friendship and humor that Harry Potter is so beloved for, but there's a sophistication, politics, history, mythology, and depth to so for us, it was about going deeper into what we are, rather than worrying about what other folks are doing. Okay.
1: Yeah. They're just like, yeah, Harry Potter sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was only good at this one thing. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not a big. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. I. I, I think the that story in particular hasn't held up quite as well. You know, right. From the for the test of time. But I don't know. That seems like oh yeah. this is just like yeah i don't know this this, more of saying nothing yeah but it it sounds like they're just they're really trying to like tickle the ears of certain people to like they're still just desperate to get tolkien fans on their side so they're like man your favorite thing it's so much better than somebody else's favorite thing that's kind of what it comes off to me as more than uh more than anything i agree i agree with you even if i do agree that like I mean, yes, Tolkien was a significantly better writer than uh, what's, what's, her fa- what's her face ever J.K. Rowling. Rowling like than she'll yep. ever be. Really,
4: uh, yeah. she. And I still think she was a great writer, you know, books wise. But
1: yeah, you know, she, at she least was, with the
4: original Harry Potter ones. Yeah, when she did that follow up that that sequel.
1: Well, I was gonna say I think that when she tried to get a little more complicated with her world. Yeah. Uh, the th- especially she brought in like time travel and that really... Time travel is a tough thing to write, but mm-hmm. you open up yourself to a lot of issues with that. And then <clears throat> she did this... She uh, she tried to raise the stakes when she killed off Cedric Diggory in like the fifth book, I think. Fourth or fifth. I can't remember which one the Goblet of Fire was. It was that- doesn't matter. Anyway, and then she doesn't really do anything else. And then she murders like half a cast in the, the last book. <laughs> it's like there- there's just some... There's some, like, and this is something that I've learned over the years, right? Right. Uh, To be fair to her and everybody else, you learn as you go, but it's a little amateurish when you just, like, you start killing off your cast to pull emotion out of your readers. Don't get me wrong, it works, and it works in the moment, especially when you have something popular, Uh, but that's basically what she did. She was just killing characters off so that she could, show, like, basically have an emotional... Uh, reaction from everybody on this last book, and they would be like, "Oh my gosh, you'll never believe what's what happens." Um,
4: yeah, so, so yeah. that's
1: maybe that's more of my opinion than anything, but I think that's what it was.
4: I found this Jim. I didn't want to go listen to the OneRing.net the entire uh, video on their uh, channel, so I just found this snippet from uh, what's his name? Oh, you got pulled up right here, mm-hmm. George the Giant Slayer, and rumor from the one who has access amazon access uh is that season two is now delayed um to see how what we're assuming season one is received hmm. but you can go ahead and play it i'm, I'm fixing it real quick it's no a little problem.
1: it's a little zoomed in i don't know what we were doing all right here we go
4: Our uh, production of season two has been delayed until after season one comes out. Oh, good grief. (laughs) Pre-production supposedly starts in September. Those two gentlemen, the one on the right, his name is... Um, So, yeah, and it just goes into Amazon just started to lay uh, foundation for this uh, new studio they're building there in the UK, and it doesn't look like it's going to be ready um by the time they're planning to start pre-production in september that's going to happen months and months afterwards so the rumor is as they later on as they say later on is that uh they think it's because amazon's going to wait to see how season one is received before they decide to how much they want to invest and that's pretty much i just want to show that wait, the wait so
1: that, hang on though yeah i thought that they were locked in for five seasons
4: they're locked in for five season, five seasons. But I'm thinking from Amazon, it's like, hey, if this is a disaster, maybe we just don't do you commit I, as yeah. much money to it. Well, you, you either know that I
1: mean? or you could cut. I mean, if the, if it was that disastrous, I'm sure there's something that they could do because something cut their losses. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, one of my old bosses always said, like, you can always break contracts. And so, it, I mean, they're gonna have to pony up a lot of money, yeah, if that's the case. But if it's that much of a disaster and they think that that it's not worth it and they're going to lose so much more trying to get uh seasons two through five out and mm-hmm. they might just cancel it man i it's always a possibility they may. uh it, so i'll be interesting to see
4: i just want to highlight that i think that's interesting we now we have it it's a rumor but confirm that season two is delayed um, <laughs> and it's not the first season's not even out yet not even out yet, dude. dude I, so I don't. I, I don't understand
1: production company. This is the same. It's like the opposite of what Halo did, where the first season hadn't even come out, and they're like, "We're almost done filming the second <laughs> season." It's like, but you don't know how the reaction's going to be, and nope. clearly, based on some other stuff that we've seen about that, they just didn't care. They're like, even nope. if the reaction's terrible, we're still putting the second season out. It's like,
4: all right. So, uh, on to the next. Uh, yeah. exhilarating <laughs> show on the CW. Uh, now David. Yes. This next show is called Gotham Knights coming yep. in 2023 in CW. Yep. Now look at that poster. Yes. Who do you think those characters are? Can um, you tell me who those characters are?
1: are? Are these brand new characters to bring in a uh, Gen Z audience to the CW?
4: Yes. Hey but still the, we don't know. So generic. Like, So let me see. I can't remember all of them.
1: Well, uh, I was going to say, cause, and again, this coming from the, the Normie comic book guy, um, I thought Gotham Knights was about Batman's crew.
4: Yep, that's what I was going to say. Can you tell who Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin okay. are in that Well, at all? No, there, no one has on their suit. I, so who is this attracting?
1: I don't know. Well, I, I well, I probably shouldn't assume that Bat Bat Girl is one of the women in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Um, they, this is such a generic poster. Maybe they don't even know who's playing who in the show yet. Um, does the trailer does the trailer say like no. give it away? Because Can't, I, I well, want to watch it.
4: Let, let's watch it. Let's watch okay, it. Okay, okay. Let's do a live well, reaction to this. All right uh hopefully it's pretty okay there are 30 other rooms in this place to hook up
0: mom i swear we were just talking thanks harry we have a trick together right sorry oh somebody broke into the good stuff your dad gonna be okay with that i
3: don't think he will miss it it's a questionable choices everybody relax i got this
1: harvey turner it's your father he's dead so Harvey Dent confirmed. I have to ask you. Yeah, but Did
4: you know he was Batman. He's killed. Wait. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to keep the secret anymore. Must be a relief. But it wouldn't he be Two faced <gasps> yeah, at this point. <laughs> relief. My
1: father believed that each of us could become a light and bring a new dawn to Gotham. Can't imagine
3: what you must be going through. Yeah. I am gonna find. Well, him well they in would this. all be established at an this of point. Since the demise of the Dark Knight. To
4: wonder who will protect Gotham now that Batman is dead. We have three suspects in custody. Press your fingerprints on the gun that killed Bruce Wayne. That's not what happened. Pause it real fast. We were paid to. So we're to believe so far. Yes. That kids, that the cops literally think kids killed the Batman. (laughs) Keep on going, (laughs) though. Okay.
1: Well, and someone will have to confirm this again for me. I don't even know with the Gotham Knights thing if Batman is legitimately
4: dead. No, I think that's just something. It's again, just set up in the uh, that in the games that they were doing for the Gotham Knights. I don't right. know if this is a based off of a comic or something like I'm sure, that. But I'm again, sure it's
1: loosely based. Yeah.
4: Even if it is, it's supposed to be Nightwing, Batgirl, the Red Hood, and Robin. Okay.
1: Continue And this is just gonna be it, It's like Yeah well and that That was the other thing Is that these characters Should have been established already Yep Like if Red Hood is there That means that a majority Of these characters Should already be Who they're supposed to be Not A bunch of random Gen yes. Z
4: kids Exactly
1: <laughs> Alright we'll keep going Break this office, Wait for
4: the show David oh,
0: It's, it's like, like the museum Had sex with a bank vault You're just trying to get us To turn on each other
3: my brother walks I try to get
0: the
4: truth
3: are you really the Joker's (laughs) daughter I would like to speak with my
0: legal counsel
4: and you shouldn't have shot in her kneecap Turner there's one more suspect
0: they think I killed my dad because I wanted his money hey
1: yeah this is starting to feel real made up Yep. Like, loosely, loosely, loosely based.
0: It's the Bat Brat. No, you haven't figured it out? We didn't kill your dad any more than you did. They don't care if we're innocent. Time to pick a side. What? What the hell are you doing?
4: Well, I'm trying
0: to get these cuffs undone, and it's not working. Colin and Harper had no problem getting theirs off. What? (laughs) What? in on they all are you just made my job easier
1: oh well there's someone wait what the
4: hell are
3: you
0: carrie kelly wait i know you from tree
3: so you knew my dad was batman
0: i became his eyes and ears called me his little robin
2: (laughs) (laughs) why are you weird?
3: (laughs) we can't prove we're not killers by killing someone We have to stick together, find who really killed my dad, and clear our names, because we all deserve justice. Hunt down these fugitives. They'll be looking for us in every alley, every dark corner of the city. There's one thing they don't have.
0: Tell me, you brought the Batmobile, right? No, oh, my mom's car. Gonna be a tight squeeze. Woo! I call shotgun.
1: Well, that—that's a thing.
4: <laughs> he called me his little Robin. Why, his that's little not, Robin. not creepy no, at did. all. No, he didn't. He didn't call you that. His yeah. So that uh, so the actors are playing characters that barely anyone knows or don't exist in the. Uh, canonical timeline or originals that no one even asked for so I don't know who this is supposed to be attracting uh, like, like the 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 poster tells us nothing about who the characters are uh, so that we can get excited it's just a standard poster right and uh so we've got son of Bruce Wayne who's not named Damien
1: we've got Joker's daughter hmm we have a Robin. Robin. And then we have these two other characters
4: who are sh-
1: anything. Yeah. Yeah. But they
4: should they should be in costume so you know exactly who they are, right? Yeah. So you can get sight for the show. Right? That's called building up your audience, right? You're making a first impression. Um, but it just looks like another generic CW show. Uh, and also, that Harvey Dent not being Two-Faced, that seems weird, even though Batman is dead. And uh, it's also being written by the Batwoman writing oh, staff. <laughs> that explains some of it. So I'm thinking that this that uh, Discovery owns this now, but this was in production prior to Discovery taking over. Okay. I think Warner Brothers was... Uh, wasn't Warner Brothers that owned the CW, I believe? I think they were... Using uh, the CW to launder money. With these jokes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God! I mean, hey, you
1: never know, right?
4: I'm just kidding.
1: All right. Well, oh, we man. can move on from this. So let's get to this last thing. Okay. Um, I. So Avatar trailer yes. dropped a couple weeks ago. We're not really going to talk about the trailer. I. It don't. It doesn't look a lot different to me than original Avatar. Like I've seen some people being like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, at least it's not this or, what was. I'm trying to remember like people were like acting like they were excited for it and I'm like Y'all, yes I, I, all right I mean listen if you want to be excited about it if if you have some sort of great memories I I was really just thought avatar was the the hype wore off really fast for me back in like 2009 when, when it came out but uh you found this clip Joseph mm-hmm. and uh I'm glad you did cuz it was something you had reminded me of and it's probably one of the funniest things that came out of the whole situation with the <laughs> yes. original avatar so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna play this
3: and then we'll we can close out fan website here it is when i woke up this morning after watching avatar for the first time yesterday the world seemed gray it was like my whole life everything i've done and worked for lost its meaning Lost its meaning after watching this movie. That's what's going on here. Call in. We want to hear from you? One eight seven seven. Tell HLN. Joining me, uh, Joe Piazza, entertainment writer, CNN.com. Also with us. Welcome back our psychotherapist, Stacy Kaiser. Uh, Joe, you did some digging on this. Um, how widespread is this phenomenon where people are feeling depressed? And I'm, I'm guess the way, to in layman's terms, they see this movie, and especially if they see it in 3D, they're really feeling it. And then their world is not this, so that's what's leading to the depression in a nutshell?
2: it is indeed and i think the depression is widespread enough that it is an actual phenomenon there were over a thousand posts on how to deal with post avatar depression on one of the avatar fan forums and that's just one (laughs) of many fan forums where people have gotten together to talk about how they felt just like that one commenter said very depressed they felt like the world was gray and flat
1: after waking up after seeing avatar
3: is is the three d effect that make it that much greater make this world that much more enticing and appealing no
1: absolutely i think you put on (laughs) these glasses and james cameron's cgi effects are so good that you're actually transported onto the planet pandora so you take you are actually transported (laughs) into pandora i never felt that way just being
4: honest i wish I cannot wait till we can record this together in the same studio and we can eventually get to the point to where we grow when we can do skits, uh, because I would love to do just a skit. Do you have post-Avatar depression prior, you know, or do you, before you see the second movie, be cautious of post-Avatar depression. This (laughs) this
1: movie may cause post-Avatar depression. depression.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's a title. This episode may cause post-Avatar depression. That's a title of our episode oh man Post yeah so it, it goes
1: on and they have some guy come on that basically goes y'all get over it it's just a
4: movie like, yeah what are you doing
1: and they have this like expert on as if she's like oh yes this is a, a real a real big issue
4: oh go to yeah they do, do that uh go to 336 you don't have to play it just uh freeze frame it and i want to talk about this graphic that i because i thought it was interesting so avatar came out at the height of the Great Recession, right? The peak of it or just during the Great Depression or the Great Recession. And it's interesting because in 2009, box office went up 8.6% and uh, it was on pace for a 10000000000 billion all-time record. Uh, and uh, the, let's see, in 2009, the attendance was up 4.5% 4, 4. over 2008. I think 2008 is when it happened, I want to say. I, oh nine. Definitely between Oh uh, nine, okay. Uh, I'm so,
1: pretty sure it was oh nine. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, it was somewhere in there.
4: I thought it was interesting that those numbers were up because I think it points to one of the things that we talk a lot about is that fantasy, in particular, but film in general, um, but sci-fi and fantasy and stuff like that is meant for escapism. Yeah. And I think when things are bad, people want to go escape uh, through entertainment, just yeah. for a you know short amount of time. So. That's all. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Also, apparently, uh, a new group of Avatar furries is going to be uh, started after the new Avatar movie as a way to deal with post Avatar depression.
1: What? Okay. Well, hey, on that note, support group. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 93 of The Underground. We will be back next week with more news on your social and your entertainment topics. Um, Don't forget that if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you'd like to just ask us anything or whatever, you can email us. That is in the show notes. You can find us on all of our social media platforms, so on and so forth. Don't forget the value for value system.
0: But until next week... Y'all take it easy. Take it easy. Being patient with them, I try to. But you got room temperature IQ. IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who mm. got opinions not worth as What's under my shoe? No. Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out. Call it out. Cause y'all people is good i'll get out if y'all with him and not with you i'd sit out cause every rapper's on the list now mad at a pitch count throwing heaters like my soul's beat up no people focus on hoaxes and the shows he booked. and i'm hoping to open doors and i got foes and such but i know that i'll be opposing to the goal i must start attacking I ain't letting my brain's latched in. Same way that I game is the same way of the back end. All the pain that I bring up is like the pain to the Batman. I'm back cracking. Whack trends claiming they rap bands and backtracking. Give a crap about the what's his face. Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway. And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate. And you are a disaster and this can only go one way. And you're steady flashing guns and your music viz. And I know you do it for the fun, but what you doing is abusing every rule. Of course, you can use it quick. You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing, kid. Would you waste your time? is ignorant on what you don't know, you become slow, and that ignorance crosses into stupidity, yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or of me, oh well, it'll be co chance in hell, so riddle me this, Listen. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient, thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient, opposing opinions make folks be belligerent, a cult and religious so you know, what's on so seeing and vote what you told by the folks that got a sentence missing Oh. You a hypocrite and I'm in awe Cause the diversity you advocate is not in thought You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber With echoes rangin', surrounded by a bunch of brainless Your aim is at all the same shame Cause you ain't slick, afraid to relate other things. Cause you nameless, tamed and weak, empathetic You epitomize, poetic ties cause you scared to be criticized Ancient trick, you ain't say this You afraid to unplug from the matrix, basic Why would you waste your time? You can be so